get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports, kind enough to take some time with us here on 101 ESPN. Dan, thanks for taking some time this morning. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you? Everything's great. We know that you were keeping up on the Masters over the weekend and a dominant win for Dustin Johnson. But, Danny, look at his last four performances. At the PGA, he was second. Northern Trust, first. BMW, he was second. Tour Championship, he was first. Now he wins the Masters in dominant fashion. How dominant is he in golf right now? Well, I mean, there's some other contenders. I don't want to, you know, write off Rom or any of these other guys, but, you know, it, it certainly feels like when DJ's on his game, no one's going to beat him. I mean, he, he trounced that field yesterday, five strokes. Uh, you know, Cameron Smith, who finished second, uh, he's the first golfer in the 84-year history of the masters to shoot under 70 all four rounds was this odd record that it always stood so he shot in the 60s four straight rounds and he lost by five strokes i mean he got so when dj's on uh i think he 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 was maybe top five in driving distance and then he hit 37 uh, 73 percent of his of his uh of his uh fairways it's just a hard mix. And so he played really, really well, plays in himself. He just sort of gets on that pace. I think if you watch him, it almost looks like he, he's not even trying or he doesn't care. He's actually just trying to be, um, avoid the nerves more than anybody else. And when he gets in that groove, he's really, really, really tough to beat, obviously. Dan, let's talk some college football, uh, and we should start with Jim Harbaugh. So Michigan falls to Wisconsin, 49-11. to The Wolverines have now dropped three in a row. A lot of people assuming that the Harbaugh-Michigan divorce might happen at the end of this season, but what do you think? Do you think Michigan's ready to make that move? You know, I don't know how you, you look at this, uh, barring a massive turnaround and some kind of big victory over Ohio State, that, that this is going anywhere for Jim Harbaugh. You know, he... He had gotten Michigan to the point where they generally would beat beat the teams they're favored over. He he couldn't win any when they were the underdog. Um, he's recruited pretty well. He has not been able to compete with Ohio State, but this year you're looking at uh, you know just continued disaster. This is actually the second straight year Wisconsin just destroyed Michigan, um, losing to Michigan State. These kind of losing to Indiana. I mean, they should have way more talent than that. Uh, he doesn't look enthused uh it doesn't look happy it just isn't quite working you know it's not a total disaster yet it is on the field but they're recruiting still strong but jim harbaugh has one year left on his contract he has a weird thing where he's not one of these guys that keeps asking for you know contract extensions every two game winning streak that goes on so he has he has only the 2021 20, season under his contract so 
in an odd way, it forces a decision. You either have to extend him because you really can't send a guy into his last year, uh, or you or you fire him, uh, or he figures out a way to you know get an NFL job and move on. I just think a parting would be best for for all of them. So I, I, there's very little enthusiasm amongst Michigan fans now for keeping Jim Harbaugh. They have been pretty loyal uh, to him, but I think that's all been lost. So I, I don't think he'll be back. But um, you know, Harbaugh does some some oddball things. But this is this is going bad, and unless he can turn it around, uh, I, I would say unless he upsets Ohio State somehow. Um, and remember, I don't know if you remember, Ryan Day got mad at him over the off season and promised to score a hundred on him. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And, and and that might be possible. <laughs> uh, Dan, if the parting does happen between Michigan and Harbaugh, who do you think they turn to to replace him? Well, that's sort of the issue is there's no obvious choice. Uh, last time there was going to be a, a job opening, everyone at Michigan said, boy, if we can only get Jim Harbaugh, our alum and our, uh, you know, Super Bowl NFL coach, back we would be great and and i was among those who thought see that'll work this should this should work it really should have um so there's a million different options there you know whether it's trying to get luke fickle from from cincinnati to take the job he is a a former buckeye ohio state buckeye coached at ohio state i don't know if he was willing to uh, switch loyalties like that although seven eight million dollars can tend to <laughs> that's a pretty good loyalty um, certainly you'll get, um, Matt Campbell up at, at Iowa state as a possibility. Uh, there's, you know, all sorts of other, you know, do you get Bob Stoops out of retirement or something like that? Do you, you go the NFL route? There's a, there's a lot of options. There'll be a lot of factions. Um, so we'll see. There's no, there's no obvious candidate though. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo with us on 101 ESPN and Dan Mizzou is at South Carolina on Saturday and the Gamecocks just fired the epically mediocre Will Muschamp. <laughs> what, uh, Spurrier did magical things with South Carolina, but at its apex, what do you think South Carolina is? Mizzou's been in that conference since 2012. They've been in two conference championship games. South Carolina has been in one. Well, they play 12 games now, but I, there was a long time where the 11, their 11 game app, when they had 11 game seasons, their average was like six and five. That was their, <laughs> that was their season. If you look, there's an inordinate amount of South Carolina. If you want to bore yourself, go back and look at South Carolina football season. Um, <laughs> that's what they are. They've just, they've never been able to uh, do a whole lot of them. When Spurrier uh, had it going, uh, obviously there's a ton of talent in South Carolina. It's not a huge population state. Clemson and South Carolina always seemed to kind of uh, split it, and and that always thought was the problem. Now Clemson has has just absolutely you know changed that dynamic, and I don't think that sits too well with the South Carolina fans either. But um, yeah, I mean it's just not a, it's not a great program. It could be. I mean you're still you know you're kind of halfway between Charlotte and Atlanta. There's a lot of players in the area, but. Will Muschamp was a very uninspired hire. I mean, he took over Urban Meyer's Florida team and was fired in four years. The idea that he even got a second chance was just, I don't know. I don't know why they took him and thought this is going to work out. He did virtually nothing in five in four and a half or whatever this is season. So uh, they can do better than Will Muschamp. And, uh, you know, I don't know who, who that'll be, uh, you know, do they, do they make the bold play and go with Hugh Freeze, who's <laughs> – you know, doing really well at Liberty after his, uh, you know, torched himself at, at Ole Miss. I don't know, but 
Uh, obviously, I don't think I think the dynamic of Dabo Sweeney at Clemson has changed a little bit of what South Carolina fans are going to be like. Wait, what do you mean we can't be good? Um, why not? You know, look at these guys. They got the best program in the country, the top two program in the country. That could have been us. And I think for a long time, you know, I think there's reasonable. I don't, I don't think Missouri fans expect to become Alabama, right? Right. But what if there was another school in Missouri that became Alabama? <laughs> and you go, wait, what happened here? Yeah, then you got to so, live up to that. Then you go, well, why they be able to do it? And so I just think that's – there's there's a lot there going on. But it's there's players – I mean, there's a lot of players in that area. There's a lot I – mean, look at Coastal Carolina, a really good team. That's in South Carolina. <laughs> Uh, and, and, you know, so you, there's, there's two top 15 teams right now from the state of South Carolina, and it's not the flagship university. It's interesting. Timing is such a big part of all of this. I'm sure that Michigan fans wish that they had gotten P.J. Fleck if the timing would have been great. I wonder if South Carolina people, especially with Mizzou coming to town and the fact that Drinkwitz was at NC State yeah. and he was at App State, I wonder if they're thinking, man, that guy looks pretty good. Drinkwitz would have been, absolutely would have been a higher, you know, would have been top of the short list last year, no question. And uh, they, I, my guess is Missouri fans pretty happy they, they uh, got in line on that. But that's kind of the part. When you, when you take mediocre retried coaches and then you hold on to them, you know, you kind of set your program up for mediocrity. Uh, and so you, you, you need to be a little bolder in making cuts and decisions. And then these ADs need to stop just getting destroyed by the agents and giving huge contract extensions. I mean, they're going to pay Will Muschamp something like $16 million on a buyout. Where was Will Muschamp going? <laughs> right. Like you, you pay a, you put a, you put a contract under someone cause you're worried they're going to leave. Who is going to hire this guy? You know, like what? I mean, like what was going to happen that all of a sudden Will Muschamp has been? If, if he's that popular, he probably won't even leave. So you know, I just these, these athletic departments, especially now with with the COVID cutbacks, and you see teams get cut. I mean, this stuff's just you know, it's it's shameful. You're going to dump all this money on one guy who never did anything and no one ever wanted. Why, why did you give that much money to them? And every athletic department gets stuck on this thing. Mm-hmm. And then you see all these other teams get cut, and you see athletic departments get cut, and administrative assistants, and all the all these other people. Also, we can pay buyouts on on coaches that, that never earned it in the first place. Dan, speaking of COVID-19, we know that there's been – several disruptions to the college football schedule because of positive COVID tests. And I know members of the playoff committee have said we still are looking at the original date, but we're going to have to be flexible based on the way that the schedule has has developed. So what do you think the likelihood is of the college football playoff happening on the original date versus that date actually getting moved because of all the disruptions? So this is tricky. Um, My sense is it's not moving at all. Uh, they have they, they they actually have their best setup this year where they're playing the games uh, at the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, so the, the semifinals. And that television window is obviously extremely valuable, and they can get a, a very good number on that and all of that. So if you push it back, you run deep into the NFL playoffs, and the NFL playoffs are expanding. The, you know, they're already going to seven teams. They may go to eight. They, they, you, you actually can't even predict. There might be an 18th week for the NFL season. The NFL is way more flexible. So it becomes very tricky in terms of television. 
Um, but I do think we'll know a lot more in the next two weeks and, and, and maybe longer. But obviously if like, you know, Alabama can't play for three weeks or Ohio State, you know, they didn't play last week or they can't play or, or there's that type of thing, then maybe if the SEC and the Big Ten are adversely affected and, and push this, then maybe there could be a back. But they don't want to move it. Um, college football is not known for its nimble and quick decisions. This isn't the NFL just sits there and says, hey, we'll do this, we'll do this. Uh, they don't want to move it. So unless there is a, a really tough situation where, you know, championship weekends kind of wiped out, you know, what the heck are we going to do now? Um, I just don't see it. But you also have this kind of tough situation for a lot of players, and, and not just the players that are competing for a national championship, but you're asking players to play three straight weekends now in December. They used to say finals mattered and we couldn't play during finals. Well, apparently that doesn't matter anymore. And then you got to go right into a bowl. So, and a lot of these teams, I mean, it's one thing if you're preparing for the Rose Bowl and you're in a national semifinal, but if you're going to the, you know, the tax slayer bowl or whatever these bowls are, and you're, you have three wins, you're basically playing every single weekend. There's no time off. How many kids are going to keep wanting to do this? How many kids are going to sit there and say, you know, I need to rest up. You're putting college kids now on college campuses that there won't be any students on. It's, it's a really weird situation. So just pushing it back and back and keeping these guys like that, I think you're going to get some pushback from from, from players and parents, and I, I know they're the, they're the least value, valued voices in those decisions, but I do think they matter some. Dan Wetzel, great to hear you. Thank you very much. Great material as always, and we love your work at Yahoo Sports. Keep it up, and we'll talk to you soon. Anytime. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, sir. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo with us on 101 ESPN. That was my computer. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. I was wondering, what's going on here? <laughs> Me too. I thought, I was like, what is going on? And it was my computer. <laughs> Coming up, get your text into the Air Comfort Service text line 65780. We have Take It or Leave It on Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN.